When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Vlast. We don't really do this anymore. Fight oh. days. Oh. Are you sad? No, do you know, like back in the day, when you was a bit more low-key... Doing smaller oh shows, Battle of Essex, that kind of thing. <laughs> Do you remember? Battle yeah. of Essex. Mate, when you think about how far we've come, the Battle of Essex, right. Colin Lyons against Lee Purdy. Your call. Did, did it even happen? Yeah, of course it happened, mate. Oh, and then the weigh-in was in the Nuba in Loughton. Shout out Adam Brooks. Um, fuck. This man. You should always appreciate where it all started. Like if you go back to prize fighter when I met you in the Olympia in Liverpool. Madness. Rocky Fielding. Is he the only person that's knocked all three opponents out or stopped him? Or did it happen after that? I think possibly, yeah, possibly. Should have brought prize fighter back though, to be fair, shouldn't you? May do. Yeah? Yeah. There's a few I think prize fighter is something that could work internationally. There's a few um look, a big part of our business now is taking fights internationally. Site fees, government funding to stage huge international events with, with global exposure. And prize fight is quite a nice format for a new market because it's very watchable. I just feel that in the UK, the fight audience became more educated and they didn't, it's a bit like cricket. You hope that 2020 and 100 educates the, fight, the, the fan to understand and appreciate test match cricket. It's the same with, with boxing. We grew boxing with Prize Fighter and they wanted more. They wanted World Championship boxing. And now Prize Fighter just seems like a step back. You know, sometimes you see the tournaments. And I think in our market in the UK, I think the fans are too bright. I think they, they understand boxing, you know, well enough to know that it's not really boxing. And what they want is championship fights. And um, yeah, it's been an amazing journey, really, isn't it? I think one day we'll look back on it all and go, wow. What a bizarre time. Yeah, great chat. Yeah, it was actually. A little trip down memory lane. Remember I filmed London back then, was there from day one, pretty much. Always, you've been there. Right, Edward. This is going to be some day and night. Um, 
yeah, let's just talk about obviously uh, the main fights on the card tonight. Um, I suppose when you look at the card, is anyone an upset if they don't win? Is it considered because they're quite matched well, yeah. most of them? Um, quite matched well. That was good. I, I just think it's a great night of boxing. I think you know the mix is really nice across across the card. I mean, you've got a fantastic main broadcast even before the bell. Fun with some good local uh, Welsh fighters on as well. A lot of entertainment as well. Brandon Scott and Sammy Lee's a very good fighter. Miles Gordon Darby, young heavyweight Sky Nicholson on on before the bell as well. And then you go into the main broadcast. Really good run of fights. Jordan Thompson against Luke Watkins. I love that fight. Um, Tough fight for both. You know, Jordan with a few questions to answer after the Vasil Duca fight, even though he answered some questions in that fight. Huge camp with Tony Sims. We want to see those those um, developments there. But then Luke Watkins, you know, he's been a prospect. He's got beaten by Lawrence Acoli and he's been in big fights. And then he's come back and he's used that experience. And he's in a good position now. Got a chance to transform, transform his career. Selfa Barrett against Jason Sanchez. I really like the fight. I want Zelfa to try and make a statement in that fight. Obviously, he wants to make a statement and then call out Joe Caldina if he wins tonight. Um, and I love Gavin Gwynn against Craig Woodruff because sometimes those fights are missing from a card. You know, like, yeah, we're an international company and we like to make fights with international names and opponents, but you can't really beat a good British title scrap. And you know that after the last fight, which was one of the fights of 2022, this fight's going to be, you know, they both sold a load of tickets. Two Welshmen fighting for the British title. So excited for Sandy Ryan. I think Marie Hulot's going to give her a real run for her money. I think she's going to be a handful. And Sandy Ryan can become world champion tonight. And it'll be a massive moment for an incredible comeback from that defeat. And then Cordina Rakimov. It's such a good fight. You know, it's a 50-50 fight for the world title. A British fighter, Welsh fighter, you know, trying to become world champion again. And I think... The special thing about this for Joe, forget the stripping and all that kind of stuff. He would have beaten two world champions back to back. He would have dethroned two world champions back to back in back to back fights to become a two time world champion. Wales his first ever two time world champion. If he if he does the business tonight, and you know it's a great achievement. How's like he wasn't? No, he lost, man. You know, forty six and nine. Well, you don't have to lose, do you? Joe didn't lose, but he's going to become yeah, two-time yeah, world yeah, champion. Yeah, you've done me right up there, son. Um, no, Joe wasn't a two-time world champion. I don't believe. Anyway, um, what do you have to ruin it for? I didn't. I didn't. I've just... Okay, that's what they said on BBC Wales last night. Because he was there yesterday, Joe, doing your part, you know. Yeah, know. Done well, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but yeah, big night here in Wales. Missed these nights in Wales. You used to do yeah, loads of shows in Wales yeah, back in the day. Look, we sold out. It's only hold just under 5,000. But... They told me on BBC Wales last night, this arena hasn't been sold out, like completely sold out, since Kawasaki against someone, I can't remember his name, like something like 15 years ago, or however long ago it was. And even Cleverly Kovalev didn't sell out. Like, you know, the, so we should be selling out this arena. It's Joe Caldino. I mean, a great Welsh fighter trying to become a two-time world champion. And it is completely sold out. Daffod Ewan singing is going to raise the roof. It might not mean a lot to some people um, watching this video, but I'm telling you, tune in for Joe Caldina's ring walk. It is going to be unbelievable. Um, and a great card. And then, obviously, on to the big... You know, this is one of the great days of boxing that the zone are going to give you today. 
Wales card, and then on to just a brilliant fight in Las Vegas, Tank against Ryan Garcia. And, you know, it's a huge moment for DAZN. And again, congratulations to UK fight fans because it's part of your DAZN subscription. And if you haven't subscribed when you're watching this video, you can subscribe and watch Joe Caldina tonight, Tank against Ryan Garcia, Canelo Alvarez against John Ryder, Katie Taylor against Chantel Cameron. And you can subscribe in all the usual ways and of course on Sky as well. If you're not a DAZN subscriber, you can, you can subscribe via that method 429. And it's just a great day of boxing. And let's hope we get brilliant cards and drama on both sides of the Atlantic and everyone stays safe. But yeah, tonight, only one place to be on DAZN and let's see what happens in Las Vegas as well. Have you changed your mind again? about Tank and Garcia. Tank looks very emotional, doesn't he? Yeah, what you doing away in yesterday? The little thing with I mean, yeah, Hopkins I mean, and that. Yeah. I just know, like, this total carnage. Everyone's everywhere and and it it's compelling. I mean, when you can debate a fight like you can with this and when you go backwards and forwards, um, you know, I think that that's when you know you've got a great fight. I stick by, if, if it's a gun to the head time, it's Javonta Davis by knockout. But I, I can't rule out Ryan Garcia with those fast hands and heavy hands at times. You know, Tank look, they both look skinny. And they both look quite rattled. And I think it's going to be an amazing fight. Great fight for boxing. Some of the ring walk, do you know? No, I don't. I think, is it like probably 4, 4 a.m., something like that? So um, we're going to finish. I'm probably going to... Um, Head back straight after the show. I mean, do you? I've got to be. I'm. I'm going back. Do you drive back and then watch it when you get in, or do you watch it and then drive back? I don't know. So, but I'll be watching. Just stay, mate. Have the night in Cardiff. Got, uh, um, my daughter's playing football tomorrow, so racing back for that. But um, yeah, I'll be watching it somehow, somehow, some way, and I'll be watching it on the zone. Of course. Um, Edward, just a couple of other things. Mm. Read some comments from Anthony Joshua. Was it in Metro? Um, yeah. Um, saying that from his side, which is assuming your side as well, 95% we're nearly there mm. with this Deontay Wilder fight. Can you make comment on that? Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be difficult to make that fight. It's going to be... This is the purse, various negotiations, and then we're done. I mean, we've worked with Prince Khalid and Skills Challenge twice. We've never had a problem. We've got de deals done very straightforward. Um, obviously, Anthony Joshua's got a contract with DAZN exclusively worldwide. So they've got to make sure they're happy as well with everything. Um, but from AJ's side, he's more than happy to fight Deontay Wilder. And he's more than happy to fight Tyson Fury. Obviously, the word is, and there has been conversations, no negotiations per se, for that big night in December. AJ against Wilder and Fury against Usyk on the undercard. Um, see what I've done there. And um, from our side, and I think from Wilder's side as well, I don't, don't see a problem with that. I'm going out there next week, and that's when we'll really know. That's when we'll really know. But I don't, you know... This isn't one of those ideas that someone has who you don't know and hasn't worked with before and you think, if if I'm flying out there and this is what they want to do, there's a very good chance it's going to happen and, and we'll see what next week brings.
And where are we in regards to Anthony Joshua fighting before then? I would like him to. I think Derek would like him to. I think AJ would like to. Obviously, you know, his, his post recently was... I think that when there's that much money and, and that much in play for a night like that, people would prefer you not to fight, some, some people. But Fury's going to fight. Usyk's going to fight. don't know about Wilder. But I would like AJ to fight. And he would like to fight. But we'll have to see. Again, next week will tell us everything we need to know in that respect. Um, and Tyson Fury, obviously, the reports are it'll be one of Ruiz or Zhile Zhang. Uh, but as opponents of Tyson, can't really knock them, can you? No, I think I don't. I, I, he doesn't lose a round to Zhile Zhang. And it, he might not lose a round to Andy Ruiz. I mean, AJ didn't in the second fight. Um, I think the Andy Ruiz fight is a much more credible fight than Zhile Zhang. I know he beat Joe Joyce, but I just don't think... I don't really see on what level that fight is competitive, in all honesty. But he's got to fight someone. I think there's going to be a bad backlash because he turned his back on the Usyk fight. But he has to fight someone. And I think if he has to fight someone, I think those two are all right. Yeah. Any more conversations with Dillian White? No, we're going to see what next week brings. And then it's very likely we'll make Dillian White an offer to fight AJ in July. I think. I mean, that that's the fight that would make sense. Where would you go with that fight? We would go in a stadium, definitely. Um, and we would go... I mean, you've got UFC have just pulled up on July 22nd. Because that's where Fury's been yeah, fighting. So we, we go 29th, August 6th, something like that. We may go first week of August, but again, until we have these meetings next week, I, I just can't give you the answers on that. What stadiums are available around then? Uh, Here? Yeah. Uh... No, we'd go, we'd go, I mean, we can go with a roof off here, but I think we go in London. Um, Fabio Wardley and Fraser yeah. Clark, interesting little Twitter whatever. Um, so, yeah, there was a clip that was posted out, uh, I think from Ben Shalom's interview, uh, indicating that, yeah, from his side, look, kind of um, Fraser will fight for the British title win, like we're ready, basically. I think Fraser's come out and tweeted something to say, actually, no, I would do that. Have I got that yeah, right? I'm confused myself. I mean, um, I saw Fraser come out this morning, sort of, you know, united front, which is embarrassing, really. It's kind of like a lack of communication or or um, partnership on what they want to do. I mean, the whole thing's bizarre. Fraser got ordered for the British title, which was bizarre in itself, like, David Adelaide should have got that, or even Sol Dakers as English champion. But Fraser's, you know, he's a good fighter, but he's never had a 10-rounder. He's still a relative novice in the pros, but he's a good fighter. Anyway, they got mandatory, which was a surprise. And then straight away, first bids are May 10th or May 12th, whatever they are. And then straight away, they announced a fight on June 10th. And I was like, what's going on here? Spoke to Robert Smith. I said, hold on. You want us to go away, speak to football clubs, speak to our broadcaster, have all these meetings, get a war chest ready, book things, put things in place for an end of June fight, early July, which is when we'll go with the fight, and you're fighting on June 10th. And unfortunately, the board, which they have to change, don't really have any rules in place, only that the fight has to take place by middle of September. But if I win a purse bid, the date's the end of June. 
he can't fight on June the 10th. It's ridiculous. So Fraser come out and said, I'm not fighting on June 10th. So I don't know if he's been officially pulled off the card. But all I said in the interview was, if you're fighting June 10th, we'll get another opponent. And then we'll fight you later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, I just need clarification. Are you fighting June 10th or not? So, that's my message. You know, I... Uh, Fraser says I'm not fighting June 10th now can we get official confirmation of that? and if we can we'll, we'll win the bid or we'll try to win the bid and the fight will be end of June but if it's not we'll fight it doesn't matter I'm not saying like if you're not ready to fight if you don't feel comfortable and, and you know I feel like the Ben's interview kind of undermined Fraser a little bit sort of said I mean if I'm a fighter I know Fabio watched that and thought wow they don't fancy this at all and Fraser will say I do fancy it but the, the fighter always fancies it. The team, who obviously advise him, know where he's at. Don't like the fight at this stage in his career. Next. Fact. So, and that's fine. But I just want confirmation. I don't want to do all this work and then bid and then get excited to hold a big fight on the zone. And then they turn around and say, oh, no, actually, he's not ready. He's fighting June 10th. So that's what I'll be asking for confirmation from the board or whoever. Just let me know. Are you fighting June 10th? That's all I need to know. And if you are, we're going to fight someone else. We don't want to. We want to go straight into We're really excited. We might lose the purse bid. But we're ready to do that fight in a really big fight. So, and Fraser's going to make a fortune. Because it will be us and Scott. Like, you know, even if we lose, Fabio and Fraser are going to make a load of money. Which is great. So, that's just all, all we, need, we, we need to know. Are you fighting June 10th? And, um... Yeah, I guess we'll find out soon. Yeah, I know the answer to this anyway, but if you were to lose the first bid, you've got no issue, obviously, with... I know, I know, we, but Fabio we, going and fighting... If we lose the purse bid, congratulations to Fabio Wardley and Fraser Clark, because they're going to make a lot of money. And that's what it's all about. It's a good fight. Um, but I do understand if he's not ready. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, he's not ready. I can't believe... I, I don't think he's ready for that fight. And that occasion, that moment. And they've invested so much money into him, for him to lose would be a disaster. But it's going to be a little bit embarrassing. But that's okay. Sometimes you just got to do what's right for your career. We just want to know. That's all. Are you fighting June 10th? Okay, last one before I let you go. Conor Ben's situation did kind of indicate that... I know this has come out this week or learnt this week regarding the provisional suspension, etc. But... Fight-wise for him, obviously, like, June the 3rd ain't that far away. Yeah, I think that's likely to kick back to the middle of June, middle end of June. Um, he's, 
you know, again, his lawyers are dealing with everything. I think there's a very good chance that suspension will be lifted, um, certainly in the interim. Um, he is, you know, license-wise, in a position after various conversations to get multiple licenses worldwide. Um, you know, I'm I'm still not happy with the way the confidentiality is breached on so many different levels, but it is what it is. And I think I think we're kind of in a good place where that process that everybody wanted is underway. <coughs> so um, that's where we're at, really. So I don't know the conversations between Conor Ben's team and UCAD, but from our point of view, still looking at a June fight. Okay, and still the UAE for Connor or America? Yeah, yeah. And talks are still continuing with Eubank. Uh, yeah, they are. I mean, you know, he's under a lot of pressure because you know he either takes the Liam Smith fight or you know. This could be frustrating for Liam Smith as well, just kind of sitting about waiting to yeah, see where that situation I goes. Know, I don't know if Liam has a deal. I don't know. I don't know. But I think, um, yeah, if we don't, Eubank wants to fight Connor Ben. It's much the money for Liam Smith is poor, but the money for Conor Ben is huge. And if he loses to Liam Smith again, he loses the Conor Ben fight forever. So he's waiting out, but I think it's probably likely he'll take the Liam Smith fight at this stage. How long do you anticipate it taking UCAD to go through that document? Good question. I mean, Amir Khan's case was 14 months since the test, so when they got the results, I don't know when. People were informed. Three months after four months, you know, it's taken nearly a year, and this is much more complex and complicated. It's not even a UCAD test, and the amount of people that said to me, "How can UCAD have an investigation regarding a test when he failed when he passed all UCAD tests and didn't even fail a UCAD test?" I understand that point. I also understand the point of WADA and other testing companies, but effectively, UCAD are going to be making a decision, very delicate decision, based on testing from another agency in another laboratory, um, which is, you know, I, and I, I wish I knew the answer to your question. Because one thing we're not doing is waiting six, nine, 14 months for a decision. So again, not involved with that process, leave that to Connor's lawyers, etc. We'll just look at the opportunities fight-wise for him and see if that's a possibility. People will argue and say, back to that, that if the document had been handed in when it was there the first time, then I suppose you'd be, what, two months into this? Yeah, yeah? yeah I think about that, about two or three months. A um, lot of ego, to be honest with you, um, but they have it and they're going through the process. I think a lot of people will be pleased about that. But you can't wait for all this to be over, can you? Well, I've talked about it every day since August. And we're coming up to May. But the one thing you'll never do is grind me down. No? Huh? No. You know, listen, at the end of the day, I promise you 99% of people in my position would have folded or crumbled. Not me. And that's what it is, because I believe in the situation. I'm always going to speak my mind. I've answered, you know how many questions I've answered? You know, I mean, how many interviews have I done on it? And we're in it. I'm going to moan about it. It's been a shitty situation. It's been really tough at times. But 
by now, like you become so numb to things, you know? Like at first, it's like you feel like your world's going to end. And this is a good lesson. We'll finish on a life lesson for life. You keep on putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and you'll become better and better at dealing with them. Same with an ice bath. It is though. That's, that's the point, one of the points about the ice bath. And I preach about ice baths all the time. You're putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation to deal with other things. And that's what life's about. If life's easy, when life gets tough, it's very difficult to deal with things. So for me, my experiences in the business, like, and I was actually, you know, I used to work in poker, right? For about four or five years, I produced the biggest televised poker events in the world. We made a fortune, right? It was a huge success story for Matchroom. And you would not, but people say to me sometimes, what's it like dealing with people in the boxing world? Have you got any idea with the people I used to deal with in the poker world? I mean, the most bizarre characters. Got people buying into tournaments, knocking you. You know, he's trying to pull a fast one. He's doing, you know, and this, we're, we're creating this. You're talking boxing or poker? Right? Poker. But same with poker. But, so, but everything, everything is an education to put yourself in a position. Same if you're a boxer. The hard work that you put in in your preparation, the experiences that you go through, the uncomfortable situations when you're in a fight and you're tired and you're backed up against the ropes and you're perforating your eardrum, they're the situations that are going to make you better. They're the situations that are going to put you in a better position when they happen again. right? And that's the same with me. You can't hurt, like, you cannot hurt me. Physically, you can. But in this situation, honestly, I've taken so much shit over the last eight months and you know, in my career, but particularly over the last eight months, that you start to realise, actually, it's a blessing because you become so robust to it. And I see other people. I mean, you know, I look at Aram and I look at Warren and these kind of people, and I respect them in a sense because they've built that same robustness over the years. They get agitated, you know, you see them going mad, but, you, you know, you can't break them. You can't break those people. You see some people and you look at them and I watch interviews, I go, you're broken already. You know, because there's certain type of people. And whether you like me or you don't like me, in that respect, I'm tough as fuck. Maybe not in a ring, but in that respect, you, you can't break me. And, and that's why when things get tough or whatever, I put the suit on, I have a little ice bath, fucking do the barnet, it's receding in places, look unbelievable and I go down and I go... Come on, you fuckers, let's have it. And that's how, that's how I operate. Because we're winners and we're robust and we put ourselves in those positions and that's the same in life. And whatever you do, put yourself in uncomfortable positions, you're going to be able to deal with everything that life throws at you. Don't put yourself in those positions and when life gets tough, you won't be able to deal with it or you'll crumble. But that's how I feel about it. You know when you go through something bad in life? Could be, could be anything, right? I mean, you've, I'm sure you've had tough times. You come out the other side. When it happens again, it's just less painful, you know? So when the Conor Ben thing happened, tough, tough. Horrible days, some of them. Horrible. And as time goes on, time goes on, and then boom, another Conor Ben story. At me again. Eddie, what have you got to say about this? Well, you're a disgrace. You're a disgrace. Okay. Okay, come through the other side. Right, we're off again. Oh, dealt with all that. That's in the past now. Bang, Connor Ben gets his mail. You know, 
And it's, but, but every time gets easier to a point where you just don't care anymore. Come on, what you got? Is that all you got, you little fucker? Come on. Anyway, that's my life lesson. All right. But in the meantime, yes. do not forget to tune into the zone tonight for a massive night of boxing in Cardiff, 7 p.m. before the bell. YouTube, around the world, DAZN Boxing, YouTube, Matchup Boxing, 7pm, main card in Cardiff. Jordan Thompson against Luke Watkins, great cruiserweight fight to kick us off. Zelfa Barrett trying to get a shot at Joe Caldina against America's Jason Sanchez. All of a sudden, Gavin Gwynn fights Craig Woodruff, British title war, two Welshmen putting everything on the line to become British champion in Cardiff. Sandy Ryan, another chance for a British fighter to become world champion against Maria Pierre Houlet from Canada. And then the main event, Joe Caldina looking to become a two-time world champion by dethroning two world champions back-to-back -back in a sold-out arena in his home city. And then we're over to Vegas for Javonta Davis against Ryan Garcia in Las Vegas, one of the fights of the year on the platform of the year, not just in the year, the platform of boxing. DAZN UK, part of your subscription. And if you are an American subscriber to DAZN, the pay-per-view is $60. It's $84.99 on Showtime and every other platform. Make sure you subscribe on DAZN if you're in America. And in the UK, tonight, it's on us. Thank you for all your support. I love you lots. Stay at it. Stay working hard. Keep smiling. And we'll see you soon. Are you announcing June 10th? Hopefully tonight. We're trying. I've got to meet him with Frank now. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.